0: There, when you were there, (laughs) (laughs) we're going with this one anyhow. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Frederick Zavon from the state of Texas, bringing you another edition of the Easy Living Podcast. We've been having some technical difficulties today. I'm on the line with my co-host Alfie from Luton, England. Uh, we're not going to tell you what our technical difficulties are or why, but we're, <laughs> we're connected right now. So okay. that being said, the topic that we had, we're not going to talk about. Uh, so we're going to talk about this topic. So everybody knows this COVID-19 has been around and there's vaccines and some people are getting vaccinated. Some people aren't and blah, blah, blah. Well, today, in our state, here in the state of Texas, our governor, our governor decided um, hmm. that uh, effective, let me see, I got it right here, effective March 10th, March 10th, effective March hmm. 10th, um, well, that's not the one, hang on a second, where did it go, um, that's in <laughs> Man, this is just not. Uh, you got to stay with us, folks. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. I'll find it. I will find it. It's uh, well. Essentially, he's lifting the the ban on masks. And was he's saying, on March tenth, everybody can go back to work, hundred percent capacity,
1: everything, hundred percent capacity, straight away.
0: Straight away, no mask or anything.
1: Nothing. Everybody nothing.
0: back to normal. Back to normal. That's what he's. That's what he's mandating. No mask or anything. Now here's hmm. the thing. Keep this in mind. Here's the thing we're talking about. We're talking about the USA, which is number one in total deaths and total uh, people infected with this virus. Number one. This We're talking about the whole United States. And in the state of Texas, we're number oh, two state. Out, of, out of 50 yeah, states. Yeah. 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 We're number two in the amount of people that have uh, that have had COVID. And we're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, number, I think, like number three in the total number of deaths in, state by state. Uh I think it's insanity I mean it's like everybody hasn't been vaccinated yet not even close and yet so I what, you guys where are you in England do you still do you still have a strict lockdown is the is the numbers going? are the numbers going up or are they going down what's happening over there in your country are you there healthy
1: can I, I can move? hear
0: can you can hear me yeah I can hear you can you hear me
1: yeah 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 okay so the numbers have been going down very very well in fact uh the prime minister made an announcement on the 22nd and what he said that the country is going to gradually open up he's not Mm -hmm. rushing it and this time when they're open when they're when the lockdown is lifted is it's a lifting of the lockdown without going back on lockdown again so the idea is to uh, open up the nation in a staggered approach, all right. So, and the first, and while they are doing that, they are still rapidly, rapidly vaccinating. In fact, as I speak to you, as a, to, is it today or yesterday, over twenty million people have been vaccinated, which is over one third of the population of the country have already been vaccinated. When I mean one third, say about 30% out of every 100 people okay. have been vaccinated in the UK. Some, just something roughly like that. So now, uh, what, the, what he's looking at doing now is not everybody's going back. At once, the first set of, the first sector that is going to be opened is the education sector and they will be open from march 8 and then and even at that the pupils in schools are still going to be wearing face masks they will still be tested in fact i heard that they the the families of pupils in schools they, they will might be tested regularly too like the students That's what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. And they'll give it another five weeks. See how it it goes. He said it's not going to use emotions or whatever. Everything will be strictly based on statistical data that keeps coming up, coming off every week so Mm -hmm. they can see progress. And then uh, the next major uh, uh, time again will be of easing for the easing of the lockdown is immediately after Easter. I'm looking at the week of the 12th of uh, April. They are going to like check again and carry out another level of uh, what they call it easing of the lockdown based on the data they get from this from what start on March the 9th. So we are still strictly on national lockdown, even though the vaccination has been going on rapidly and very very well. Yet, so. Worldwide, in terms of uh progress of vaccinations, the UK is third in the world after Israel, which has who are vaccinated about um is it sixty percent or more than that? Okay. And then the and the and the no Israel is about seventy percent, the UAE is about sixty percent, and the UK is about thirty percent. I'm talking of thirty, yeah, thirty percent as per every 100 people. So right. I was shocked when I saw the news about Texas because Texas, in terms of vaccine rollout, is still way behind a lot of states in the U.K. I mean, in the U.S. Yep. Um, cases are still... The ad- number of admissions, I think it's about 15% of the mm-hmm. population admitted. Uh, I mean, oh, it, it's not really looking too good. No. Nope. Yes, we said that there are only about 9% of the population of texas that are infected according to what he said but that does not mean you should just i think i feel it's a bit political in my opinion i think it's a bit political and i this is not the time to play politics with people's lives
0: well it is a bit political and he is a republican like trump and trump didn't handle this very well at all i uh, mean mm-hmm. he kind of tried to blew it off as something is passing and it'll all, all go away and that, of course has not been the case um, mm-hmm. I know we just added that uh, uh, besides Pfizer and Modera, Modera, I think it's a Modera. Uh, oh, then I mean, you yeah. just
1: added the Johnson and Johnson vaccine.
0: Johnson and Johnson, yeah,
1: yeah. So, and uh, I think the the announcement Biden made that I I watched it when uh, he announced that uh, Johnson and Johnson are, are teaming up with MEC for for mass production of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which is also very good, right. But, uh, yeah, to get more out. And,
0: and just today, I guess FEMA, which is our uh, federal disaster agency, uh, mm-hmm. is, is setting up centers in, I guess, every major city uh, uh, where people can go uh, just, you know, just go over and get in line and get their shots, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. have have, have, your fa- have you and your family had your shots yet?
1: Well, here in the UK, I think it's a bit more organized. It, or rather, do I say it's uh, the approach is different. Mm-hmm. The way they, it is here in the UK is that they first of all started with the most vulnerable people in the society mm-hmm. and they did that for the 50, for 15 million people and all that about 15 million people. and then now they started with they've added people that are over 65 years old. and then um, then they've also added those that are younger but they have underlying uh, uh, health conditions they've added those of them too so the next target group are those that are above 40 years 40 and above they are going to like uh, start uh, vaccinating them too so so do you get a, well,
0: do they send out notifications like who's next how how, how are how are yeah. you being no- okay you're, so you're being no. notified
1: yeah, what they do is they work with the records at the GPs, the general practice. You know, they expect that everybody should be registered with the, with their local uh, GP. Right. So, yeah, and once you're registered through the NHS, you know, with the with the National Health Service, the records are all there. <laughs> in fact, I you know, we I of course, you know, we were in Liverpool and then we moved house here. So, I, my wife and kids have had time to even register with the GP. They've even filled my form to register, but I've not really had time to to get registered, per se. The, most of the times that they fixed for me to go to the GP, I was, I was at work right. during the week. So, but today I called them and they happily gave me the document to fill, which I'll take to them tomorrow morning. And then they'll just transfer my file but my data my details everything already within our nhs so that's not a problem Uh uh-huh you just to identify that this is the nearest gp close to my house Uh that's all okay so everything is that's the way it's organized as in so people receive notifications i think either by maybe text message or by letters sent to the to them then they now know that okay it's your turn to go and book for your test
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like that so it's relatively organized like that yeah
0: so um now do you i know you're working but do you work from home or do you go to a physical location
1: i work from home i've been working from home now since um is it late september or or early october
0: okay okay Mm -hmm. Uh, just
1: that, when the third, just when the third, the I mean the second surge was uh, was starting uh, in London, that was when they advised for us to work from home. So now,
0: when, when things are fully open, will you go back to an office, or do you think you'll continue to work from home?
1: Um, definitely, they want me to work from the office. They okay. will definitely want me to work from the office. Yeah, but. Um, you know, my job also requires a lot of traveling, so, okay. so I don't really see myself traveling immediately. Yeah. When, so. When's the last When's the last time you traveled? March last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you travel internationally?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My job involves traveling around Africa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I travel around Africa to to visit to meet visit our partners and all that a hold events and stuff like that so normally if there was no COVID I could be traveling at least not less than three, four if not more times a year
0: okay okay
1: yeah and when I go on such trips from the UK I spend like four weeks five weeks going around before I come back oh wow
0: is that hard on your wife and the family?
1: ah uh, yeah she's used to it but uh, later on I cut down to about two weeks, max three weeks averagely. in the low, the shortest I've traveled internationally was about is six or seven days, okay? You say about four, five days, four or five days when I went to Kenya. It sounds so like it's under yeah.
0: normal time under normal conditions, it sounds like it's a pretty exciting job that you
1: have. Yeah, I do. I meet, I meet a lot of people. I meet yeah. a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. He's still yeah, international. So I meet a lot of people. I'm also always on the phone or my email, holding Zoom meetings. <laughs> well, oh, that's know? good.
0: That's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, hopefully within the next year or so, within, I would say, a year, because within a year, all the major countries should be vaccinated the majority of people should be vaccinated within a year i would think mm-hmm. yes uh, but i'm pretty sure that um you know of course it only makes sense i'm pretty sure that there's going to be a, a in addition to having your passport you're going to have to have a vaccination passport to go along with that okay. uh, I think-
1: yeah well it's not a new thing after all uh, there are countries we travel to whereby you need things like a yellow yellow fever card, and yeah, yeah and stuff like that. Like, well, if you want to go thing. to India or you want to go to Ghana, you need to do a yellow fever take a yellow fever vaccine, and you show it. In fact, I went to Ghana in twenty nineteen July, mm-hmm. so I already had, had already done a yellow fever vaccine as early as 2010 because they usually say the vaccine should take at least 10 years or something like that
0: okay so i uh
1: with that vaccination i went i i couldn't find my vaccination card my yellow card Mm -hmm. so i went to ghana like that i didn't even take it i didn't know how serious they took it but the moment i stepped out of that plane right, and we went into the terminal building they just asked if you have your uh, vaccination your yellow fever card, stand here if you don't have it, stand here so I stood at the other line where I didn't have it, the file there and the next thing they did, they just whisked me straight to one room and told me gentlemen, you are not going to be allowed to get your luggage and go into Ghana until you take the vaccine Uh aha It was so you- more expensive. In fact, what happened was that I was in my UK card. I needed I couldn't use the ATM machine there to withdraw the pounds I would need to pay. And I would need to go out of the terminal building at the arrivals, you know, to do right. to use the machine there. So one of their staff now agreed to use his own local currency to pay on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Then we can now go to the ATM that will accept my UK card to withdraw CDs and give him and make a refund. So that was what I did. Otherwise, I would have sat down there. I wouldn't. I won't go anywhere until it's done. Everybody that doesn't have a card were vaccinated before they were allowed it.
0: Well, it only makes sense because yellow fever is highly contagious and very dangerous, yeah. of course. So yeah, exactly. it makes sense.
1: Not what it so for that of COVID, I don't know. I think the best thing they are going to just do, is just make a digital uh, vaccination uh, app. Right. Whereby everybody have the app, maybe with a barcode or something. And Mm then we will just uh, put in our, if you've done your yellow fever vaccine, it will show. If you've done your COVID vaccine, it will show. They'll just scan the barcode and everything will just show what you've done and what you've not done
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure it'll come to that uh, changing yeah. the subject a bit here you said you went to ghana uh was that not the place where that jim jones thing happened years ago what where where this preacher jim jones made everybody drink this drink and all these people died over in Guyana? was it that was that over there no i don't think no it's not ghana do you mean Oh, Guyana. I guess I don't. You, I, do you know who I'm talking about when I say Jim Jones?
1: I think I heard about it. I, I must I heard about it, but it's not Ghana. Definitely not Ghana.
0: Let me uh, let me quickly check here. Um, I mean, the reason why because I, 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 there was it. Mean, it was a tragic story, but but I, I, I've also never talked to anybody that had any firsthand information about it. Hang on, Jim. Um, he was, uh, let's see, a Jones, of Guyana. So, oh, Ghana is G H A N A, and Guyana is G Y A N A. Okay, yeah. are, are they clo- are they close? Are they, where, are they where are they located in proximity to each other?
1: It's closer to you, the Caribbean.
0: Oh, Guyana is in the Caribbean. I, for some reason, I thought it was in Africa. It's not in Africa. It's in Caribbean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where in caribbean i mean we're in the caribbean what's it what's it close um, to
1: The let me see is um it's located i know i know it's about um let's see just a second let me just check for you Mm-hmm. oops it's it's a country on the northern mainland of South America okay Okay. and the capital is called Georgetown yeah Jonestown yeah okay for some reason Georgetown yeah
0: yeah I didn't know until right now that Mm -hmm. for all these years I always thought it was in africa and probably because guyana you know the pronunciation is is close not the same of course but close yeah
1: and i'll give you the description it is bordered by the atlantic ocean to the north of it okay brazil to the south and southwest okay venezuela to this to the west and the suriname islands to the east
0: hmm i'll be darned
1: it is the third smallest sovereign state by area in mainland South America after Uruguay and Suriname. And it's uh, also the second least populous sovereign state in South America after Suriname. I'll be I did not know that.
0: Okay, well, I got a little off track here. Anyhow, I want to wrap this show up. Uh, essentially, yeah. the show was about um, uh, talking about the differences, the way uh, you're handling the COVID virus in uh london versus i guess london and well look england but london in particular i guess as mm-hmm. let me ask you a question like we yeah. have the states we have the states here we have 50 states you know texas is a state mm-hmm. how is how is england broken up does it have states or does it have provinces what does it have
1: well i think they are more of uh other um how how is it broken down again I know we've got we've got boroughs here, not states per se. So do okay. you have like
0: like like you have counties like we have states, and in our states we have things called counties, and in the counties we have cities and towns and things like that. Yeah. So in England, you have a country called England, and yeah. Then, but does it break down? Does it have counties or, or districts or I I, I don't know.
1: Well, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, how do I call it now? It's, it's divided into, um, um, first of all, the UK is divided into, is made up of four countries, the United Kingdom. So in the four countries, we've got England, we've got Scotland, we've got Wales and Northern Ireland.
0: But don't you also have Australia? No. But that's under British rule, right?
1: Yeah. So then, is that
0: like is that a territory? Is that considered a territory?
1: Yeah. So Australia Australia is just part of the Commonwealth. Okay. Yeah, it's part of the Commonwealth. With that, we know. But aside from that, the, the entire country is also... Apart from being broken into four countries, so when right? you say
0: four countries, so you have been, so England is broken into four countries. Is it's what yeah. are the four? What are the four countries again? England? No, not England. The United Kingdom. Okay, United. So there's a. I don't know. Actually, I always associated United Kingdom and England as the same thing, but they're not. So the United no, Kingdom no. would yeah. be like the United States, right?
1: Yeah. So the yeah. So the United Kingdom is divided into four sovereign countries okay so these four countries are england scotland wales and northern ireland northern ireland and, so yeah. southern southern ireland
0: is not part of that
1: no the, as in ireland dublin is not part of the united kingdom so are, are they the republic are, of ireland the capital is dublin is that's part of the eu but northern Ireland, the capital is belfast okay so and then for wales the capital is cardiff okay Okay. and uh for scotland the capital is glasgow Mm -hmm. and then for yeah uh, what do you call it england the capital is london but the capital of the united kingdom where the seat of government is is london for the four nations put together now these four nations they have their own parliaments each of them okay separately and then they also have uh, the other three nations i'm talking of uh, wales scotland and northern ireland they have represent uh, members of parliament in the national parliament in london representing their own countries
0: okay okay
1: yeah then then um the, the the england as a country in itself is divided into nine regions okay so uh we have the northeast northwest yorkshire and humber uh west midlands East England, Greater London, Southeast, Southwest, East Midlands. Okay. So that's how it is for England, yeah.
0: Okay. I got a better picture. Okay, good, good. All right. Well, that, again, was off topic, but it was something I wanted to know. So and that's the way our show goes. We go wherever we decide we want to take it because yeah, it's our show. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do want to wrap it up because we are 24 minutes, which is longer than usual. Uh, people are, <laughs> are if people can continue to listen as we kind of deviate off the subject. Uh, or they, uh, if they really want it, I we have a we have a broken show. That, that technically, was broken, but the subject was turkey. If you really are interested, let us know, <laughs> and and we'll we'll send you the link to that too. Uh, anyhow, uh, that's all for today, folks. Uh, this is Frederick Zapone from uh, the state of Texas, uh, and we have on the line with me our co-host uh, Alfie. Uh, so we'd like to say uh, take good care of yourself for us and we'll do the same for you. Until the next time, this is Frederick uh, from Texas saying goodbye.
1: And All right. you have on the other end, we have Alfred saying bye-bye and signing off at this moment. Okay. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.